Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Sip With Me. I'm your host, Ioana Kikados. And I'm your host, Aaron Carlson. We'll release an episode for you every Monday morning, which means you can listen to us during your commute, after work workout, or even enjoy a drink with us during your very own Monday night happy hour. And who doesn't like to have a little fun on a Monday night? Don't forget to subscribe, review, and share our show. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at sipwithme underscore for the latest episode updates, news, and all of your favorite cocktail creations. It is both a dessert and a cocktail. It is the sugar cookie cocktail from nospoonnecessary.com. It is described as creamy and indulgent, buttery, and even has a sprinkle-rimmed glass, extra sprinkles for Iowana and I, of course, and it contains everything from vanilla vodka to Irish cream to half and half to amaretto and so much more, and it really does taste like a delicious sugar cookie. You can check out the full recipe at the link in our bio, and be sure to let us know what you think. We have a very sweet New Yorker on the show whose cookies you've probably seen all over social media. Sarah Silverman, the owner of Funny Face Bakery, decided to drop out of college to pursue her passion in culinary school. After that baking experience, she decided to start a business with her mom in the cupcake world. A few weeks ahead of the launch, she decided to make three of her most iconic cookies to look like the 2016 presidential candidates, Donald Trump, Bernie Sanders, and Hillary Clinton. They sold out on the opening day. Fast forward to now where the Funny Face Bakery has made countless meme-worthy cookies for companies nationwide. Plus, their famous celeb cookies have given them the title as a first pop culture bakery. Sarah, welcome to Sip With Me. Welcome. Hi, guys. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. This is very, very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, your story, just like from doing a dive into it briefly, is like such the quintessential like entrepreneurial like pivot this that passion school uh epiphany um and like leading to where you are now which is um the cookies are pictured behind me it's my screensaver right now amazing um they're beautiful they have great reviews they're everywhere um and it's just such a like it's a great product and great story um so we're very excited um just first off, tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of take us back, like Iwana mentioned, how did you get into baking and cookies and working up all this magic? Yeah, um, well, I didn't start baking until I was 23 in high school as a little girl. I never baked, but uh, I like to think that I was an only child. Um my parents loved to go out on dates. So I'd always be the third wheeler. And my dad <laughs> had this thing where we would always order desserts together every time we'd go out for dinner. And I think I really kept a log of every dessert I ever tried and what I thought was really good. And when I did start baking when I was 23, um, I did remember a lot of dishes that we had. Um, and I started baking because like you said, I dropped out of college. Um, I went to SCAD art school. Um, I had such a great time. I uh, had so much fun partying. And then all my, <laughs> Good. all my friends started getting really serious and passionate about their <laughs> major. And 
I, um, I first tried fashion and I was partnered with this guy named Jeffrey and I'm like, oh my God, this guy's going to make it. I'm not, he's amazing. So I dropped out of fashion. Um, I really wanted a boyfriend in college. So same. I, <laughs> yeah, <right>? same also. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, um, I changed my major to screenwriting because all the straight boys were in the film department. Oh my God, stop. <laughs> and so I, um, and, but I wasn't passionate about really um, anything. So I felt very lost. Um, I kind of felt a little bit alone because all my friends got really into their majors. So I had a little bit of a breakdown in college. So I went running home to mom and dad. Um, and I remember I was very depressed, very scared. Um, I was new in New York city. I didn't really have any friends. So I thought, okay, I need to make some friends. Why not work at a bakery? I think, um, you can make a lot of friends work at restaurants and it's really true. If you're ever new to a town, everyone that I know that has worked at a restaurant, that's where they make some of their core mm -hmm. friends. Uh, have you guys ever worked at a restaurant or cafe? I haven't worked in, I've worked like every other job except food. Yeah, but my fiance, my fiance worked at a bakery and he kind of had um, like similar stories, like the community aspect of it. And like, yeah. it's so chaotic and high stress and like, you know, fast paced yeah. at like the peak times. Um, but like everybody, like as long as it's not like a toxic environment, people like rally together. And then you have those like shared experiences. And a lot of people too were in like the same, like he, this was right after college. He was like, I don't know what I want to do, but like, I need to make some money. So I'll go work at this bakery. And a lot of people were also kind of like in that phase of life. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And a bakery sounds yeah. like, why not? Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I kind of can sympathize a little bit with yeah same story and um it's a great and that's what a lot of people that worked at the speaker I worked at they were all uh very uh smart successful like people but they all just needed a pause in life yeah. um so I love this bakery it was one of the best times of my life and I always wanted to be an entrepreneur ever since I was a little girl I even had an Etsy store in high school Oh, nice. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah. Instead of doing my homework, I'd make uh, backpacks inspired by movies, little zines inspired oh by movies. Oh, my God. That's cool. What? That's really cool. Yeah. So I just loved business. I loved entrepreneurship ever from a little, as, as a little girl. And working at this bakery, I was like, okay, I want to open up my own bakery. Um, so I took a whole other year off from life <laughs> where I just was at home baking and I kind of had this and I wanted to open up a cupcake shop New mm -hmm. York City's best cupcake and I was gonna um so the way I did it I would not move on to doing vanilla cupcakes until I perfected chocolate so I think I did maybe 50 different types of chocolate recipes so it became kind of a game and um yeah, that's kind of how baking came about. And then, so how did cookies come about? And then kind of walk us through like what that like pivot or transition was. And then like also the the concept of like 
face cookies, like how that kind of fits into the, the journey. Oh my God. It's so crazy because I wanted to open up New York city's best cupcake shop. Mm -hmm. I had this whole idea that it would kind of be like the sweet green chipotle of cupcakes. You could choose the cupcake base. You could choose the filling and you could choose the topping. Um, that was going to be my claim to fame. Um, and then two weeks before opening date of the bakery, it was the first day where I actually relaxed. I remember is like, wow, this is weird. I'm just in my room doing nothing. Um, and this picture in my head popped that a face belonged on a cookie. And I was like, huh, that's, that's interesting. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> so I thought I really researched it. I saw that like um, some people did somewhat something, but wasn't the way I envisioned it. Uh -huh. um, and so again, I was back to the kitchen and practicing my style. If you saw the first face cookie I did, it looked nothing like what they look like now. Uh -huh. But um, <laughs> I just thought, okay, why don't I have this as an opening day thing? I'm going to do, and what's in right now? It was the 2016 primary. Mm -hmm. So I did yes. Trump Killer Journey. And uh, I only, I think I only made 20 of each of them. And I really didn't think anything of it. I thought the cupcakes were going to be the thing. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> Opening day comes and everyone just goes wild for these cookies. And I think even the day after, um, ABC or Good Morning, like two really big uh, news uh, casters, like did a story on it. My second day, I didn't even reach out to them. Like they uh -huh. just brown. Yeah, that's like um, we interviewed Jen Ellis, who made uh, the mittens that Bernie wore uh, on inauguration oh, day, really? like in that yeah. viral meme. Yeah. And she kind of had a similar experience where it was like she just because she was from Vermont. So she's like she thought she was just doing like an act of service, like, oh, I'm going to like give these like mittens to Bernie. I was like, thank you. And then um, the like magical viral power of like what was in just like catapulted it to something that it was never uh intended to be and then like that's kind of made a life pivot for her um but yeah I can I mean the cookies are like they're beautiful and cool and like you just you just want it I don't know what it is about them like like there's a New York Metro card behind me like mm -hmm. it's just like the concept of having something that I know and like has meaning to me in real life yeah. the thought of having it in a deliciously shaped cookie just it's so happy and positive. So I could see why it worked. Yeah, it's, that's what I think we, we figured it took us a while to figure out, but it's really an experience that mm -hmm. we're selling. It's something like you share, like your favorite uh, housewives moment. If we have a cookie inspired by that, it's like you connect with this person you're giving. It's a bonding thing. Yes. I saw, was that your bio on the website that has Real Housewives of New York? Yes. <laughs> and uh, what, what's <laughs> What's the uh god uh Jessica Simpson and Nick? Do you, is that the show? Yes, I'm, <laughs> I'm like stuck in the wrong decade. No, it's we talk about that. that show all the time. <laughs> yeah. Wait, do you really? Yes, yeah. I was like, no. We grew way. up with Someone that show. Still, like yeah. loves it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great show. And I just yeah. love her slamming her cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Amazing. Uh, um, yeah, it's a great show. So 
I guess then, so you had the the viral moment uh, with the cookies, got press coverage, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then kind of what happened in terms of, you know, that kind of solidifying you on a path, I guess, with what you were going to do and then kind of taking it uh, into the next couple of years, kind of how, what happened with the business? Wow. So it was a very small mom and pop shop for a very long time. Um, I just remember it was, I picked a location that was really hard to find. It was really tucked in the East Village. Like, you really had to go out of your way to find it. Um, but it's kind of funny because we had a lot of celebrities come in, which was really because it was like not a bit. There was never a line. Like, Mark Jacobs yeah. would come every oh single gosh. Saturday. He that was like the nicest. Amazing. But I think he uh, he must have liked that it wasn't like this busy. Bakery. Yeah, not in Times Square. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, for a very long time, struggling mom and pop shop. Like oh, there'd be days where I'd make maybe like five hundred. Um, it was very difficult. Um, let's see. Fast forward. Um, I brought on two partners. Um, one started out, Carly, she started out as a front of house, moved her way to manager. I was like, oh my God, this girl loves this bakery as much as I do. I want her as my partner. Um, then Liv, who did social media, loved the bakery just as much as I did. Uh, it's really hard to have a business on your own. So yeah. um, it's, uh, you know, just, you feel so lonely. Um, I got really lucky choosing them as my partners because um they're just extremely empathetic they're there for me and um uh they love the bakery as much as I do so they've really helped me grow in the business a lot um I was spreading myself then all over the places Carly was really able to focus on amazing customer service and shipping and um handling the back and forths with everyone live really um helped with uh, the website, social media. I was awful at social media so bad. <laughs> Sorry. So bringing them, bringing them on, um, it's, it's really helped accelerate the growth of the business um, just by that. That's awesome. And, and um, yeah. I think I read, did, did you, um, like, so obviously COVID happened. Um, did you guys shut down and then did you, um, have, have you did you move into a larger location yeah so COVID did COVID did shut down um this is a crazy story um I wasn't sure I'd be able to open up the bakery again um just because we were already struggling we were such a small even though yeah the Kardashians had Instagrams us we were growing I um I could not keep up with the growth um and uh I just, um, I'm not like the best with organization. I think it's just because I'm like so creative and trying to think of new ideas. I think mm -hmm. sometimes a pause and like focus on really something specific. So that's something I really lacked on. Um, but this is kind of a crazy story. We had a family that would come in almost every single Saturday. Uh, we love this family. They had a have a very cute little boy. Um, and they emailed me and they saw that I closed the shop and they said, Sarah, uh, is everything okay? Like, are, are you guys good? And I said, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. And turns out they're two extremely 
successful entrepreneur venture capitalists and the most down-to-earth family. And um, they ended up really saving the bakery and becoming part of the team. So, um, yeah. Nice. That's, that's wonderful. Yeah. So it just shows you, you never mm -hmm. know who your customers are. Yep. You just don't. Yep. Yeah. And if you treat people well and like treat everybody like they're just another like human being, like that's how good, organic, authentic things will happen. And I, I also think like through COVID, through interviewing people, we've learned that like authenticity and like just being real and like down to earth and flexible, like that's something people value a lot more now than before the pandemic, because everybody went through some crazy shit and like had kind of had to get real with life. Um, so that's awesome. I'm glad oh, that happened. It's, it's so true. I mean, um, I forgot, I read when I was a little kid, Malcolm um, Outliers or something. Um, and they had a story about the best car salesman in America. And they found like who that was. And they asked like what a secret was. And they said, he treated every single customer the same. It didn't matter what they looked like, if they're wearing uh, some type of work uniform. And I, I mean, generally that's how you should be, but mm -hmm. um, that always really stuck with me. I love it. So you were named um, the first pop culture bakery. Tell us more about what that means um, and how that came about. Wow, so I feel like we're definitely the first edible visual pop culture bakery um you know something happens in the news immediately we'll design a cookie um and we'll try to get on that and it's just so a way fun. we could post yeah we post on social media right away and we try to get on that train before it kind of dies out mm -hmm. and it just really helps spread the word that way us being able to use pop culture into our edible goods so, love it. Uh, yeah. And it's kind of, um, it, it's cool that you were kind of doing that before the pandemic because, like, something that came out of the pandemic was a like rapid speed up of people's time and attention on pop culture. So, it's kind of funny how you were unknowingly like a bit ahead of the curve in terms of how much people were consuming mm -hmm. social media and entertainment news and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, it is interesting. Also, the pan I feel like the pandemic um, celebrities were a bit different before then, um, you know, TikTok and Instagram, um, you know, you do some make a video, you could become an overnight celebrity. Mm -hmm. um, back then, I think our celebrity roller decks was a bit smaller. But now with all these new TikTok um, celebrities, Instagrammers, we've just been able to broaden um, who inspire us. So yeah. That's awesome. And then our final question for you, uh, just kind of talk about what you all are doing today. And then if you have any exciting plans or things you want to shout out for the coming year. This is something really exciting we're doing. We are making mini cookies, mini cookie packs. So you get, yeah, little mini. Oh yeah. So, so I'm so excited for that. It's gonna start out like with three minis and then maybe fives. I think um, just the amount you could get more for your money's worth is gonna be really exciting for customers. And they're yeah. just so cute. Um, 
<laughs> so that's coming out in the next few weeks. Um, we're also, this has been an all-time dream of mine is to really um, be at least a few big stadiums where let's say you go to like, yes. you're a big Yankees fan, you get a really cool Yankees cookie and, or you go to a Taylor Swift concert. And um, so that's a big goal of mine and we're definitely working towards that this year. So fingers Yay. crossed. Yay. That's awesome. Have you heard of the brand Art of Sucra? It sounds familiar. What are they? It's like a it's like a viral cotton candy mm-hmm. business um, from TikTok, uh, and we had her on two years ago, and she had a similar goal, uh, and now she's in what, a she couple stadiums, right? In stadiums, yeah. Is she yeah. really? Wow. So manifest. We are manifesting. Yeah. And oh, they yeah. never thought that oh, they would I- even be online, and now she has a whole online business. So it's possible. Wow. It's, oh, it's yeah. amazing. But I totally, be- I totally believe everything about the bakery I've manifested. Yes. So <laughs> if you keep it in the back of your head and you forget about it, it's still there. And your mind yep. kind of directs you towards yeah. it. Yes. So true. We love manifesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we end every episode with a round of rapid fire. So we have about six or seven questions for you. And we kind of just want the first answer that comes to your mind. Okay, let's do it. Yay. All right, Joanna, take it away. Okay, favorite cookie design. Favorite cookie design. (laughs) I think um, our anxiety cookie, it's a rainbow and it has anxiety in the center. We need that. Oh my God, so much anxiety. (laughs) Oh my. We have a lot of anxiety, so we can relate. (laughs) We'll pick up some. Um, what's your favorite non-cookie dessert that you like to eat? Ooh, non-cookie dessert. Uh, molten lava cake. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, that's good. really good. Extra molten in the middle. Yes. Uh, if it's not molten, I almost feel like setting it back, but I won't do that. By myself. <laughs> <laughs> you, but... <laughs> okay. What's the key to a good cookie? I think the proportions, um, you know, uh, not too much sugar, uh, should have, have a good kick of salt. Um, mm-hmm. you, our, we have a chocolate chip cookie that everyone says it's the best in New York city and it's eggs, butter, it's everything, but the proportions I think mm-hmm. are the best. Yeah. I've seen pictures of that cookie and it looks like dreamy and thick and gooey and amazing and like everything. It looks like life. that's it. Yeah, that's literally <laughs> it. <laughs> um, what are some 2023 cookie trends that you have noticed? Dark humor <laughs> quotes have been very popular. Yeah, um, everyone's like the dark, sarcastic humor, um, which I'm having fun with. So uh-huh. <laughs> you're gonna say that's friendly. interesting trend yeah. to work on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Favorite part of being a business owner. Favorite part of being a business owner. Um, I think when our team has worked on a project and I see how motivated everyone is and excited when we've seen the outcome, it's just so much more. Um, you get so much more when you celebrate it with a team of people just because I've done it for so long and times when I wanted to, uh, to celebrate something, I'm like, oh, this happened felt very lonely so um yeah that's what I love I love it so cute 
Um, okay, if you could design a cookie for our podcast, sip with me. What's like? What's something that comes to mind, or like, what's the vibe of the cookie? Ooh. <laughs> okay, I'm picturing. Let's see. Two beautiful hands cheersing, <gasps> and like a star, and like maybe um, a bunch of like cute sprinkles, just like you guys cheersing. But when you, I feel like your um, your friendship, it's just um, it's. Oh no, you guys seem like family. So it seems like you guys really understand each other. So I'm gonna cry. Oh my god, I'm gonna get it. Yeah. I'm feeling warm. Oh my gosh. Aww. We love sprinkles. So that's like the perfect yes, representation of us. Yeah. I love it. Okay, we wanna know um, what is your favorite New York City restaurant? Ooh, oh my God. How can you ask? <laughs> We're looking for recommendations, that's why. Oh, Oh my god. Okay, I think this is I I mean <laughs> I'm I don't feel okay. I'm just gonna say it. It's been one of my favorites forever. Um it's called Hillstones. It's very oh, yeah. Don Draper. I've been um have you yeah, it's the so food good. there's so good. The service there, you just feel like you are back in the nineteen fifties mm -hmm. and People that work there really care about their craft. So I love that restaurant. It's That's always a good been one. my favorite. Yay. Sweet. It's very oh, good. you've been there. Yeah. I went a few years ago with an ex-boyfriend. So oh, <laughs> I haven't been. I'm married well, now with someone else, but I haven't been in a minute. So we should probably. Like, we'll go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our final question for you. We are a cocktail hour themed podcast. So do you have a favorite cocktail or non-alcoholic beverage of choice? Yes. Um, a pina colada. Oh, Ooh, yes. Yes. That sounds so take solid. me there and I'll transport to Miami on the water. <laughs> That's all I want. We Something need it. really sweet. I love it. Oh, my God. Awesome. Well, tell everyone where they can follow you all on Instagram, how they can shop your cookies, all that good stuff. Yeah, you could follow us at Funny Face Bakery on Instagram and our website is funnyfacebakery.com. If you're interested in custom cookies, we have a form for you to fill out. You could upload pictures. We can make anything uh, from your boyfriend's face to uh, corporate uh, logos. And yeah, it's a great gift. Amazing. Well, we are definitely going to stop by next time we're in New York, which is like two weeks two from weeks, now. Yeah. And we'll be buying oh, up wow. all of know. the cookies. You guys there. <laughs> We will. Yeah, we're, we're going to bring uh, bring our credit cards to max them mm -hmm. out on, yes. on sugar. So um, we're very excited. But um, thank you so much thank for you. taking the time. And uh, like we said, uh, we'll see you soon. Good luck with all the mm -hmm. baking and big things happening. And we'll have to check in again sometime. Oh, it was so nice meeting you guys. You guys are a, a fun group to hang out with. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Sip With Me with Ioana and Erin. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our website, sipwithme.org. There you can find our themed cocktail book as well as other exciting Sip With Me content. And if you love our podcast, don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts and follow our podcasting adventures on Instagram at sipwithme underscore. 